Hello and welcome to another episode of Be Your Own Manager, the career podcast for classical musicians and for entrepreneurial musicians, I would like to add. My name is Bernhard Karras and I'm very happy to be your host today. What I'm talking about today is something which many of you might be familiar with. And that's the question, am I good enough? As a musician, you always thrive to be even better than ever before. And the question, am I good enough, is almost existential for most of us musicians. Before I get started, I just wanted to make you aware that we have a couple of great courses coming up on Be Your Own Manager. That's beyourownmanager.com, and there you find information about the base course, but also about the Corona Scenarios, the second scenario workshop edition we do on October 14th. And it is an amazing opportunity to learn about how and you can deal with that immense crisis and how you can actually use that for your benefit. So come and join us. More details on beyourownmanager.com. Well, how often have you asked yourself if you are good enough? Every day? Every month? Once a year? Many of the great musicians I work with, and it doesn't matter if they are young or well-established or old or well-experienced, if they have great careers or if they have no career at all. They always ask themselves these questions, am I good enough? Well, my friends, I think this is the wrong question. Because it's not about are you good enough, it is are you interesting enough. Now, what do I mean with that? In marketing, we differentiate between the so-called qualifiers and the differentiators. Now, when you have studied music, when you have practiced, when you have done your first concerts and so on, you have qualified to be in the professional classical music world. So the question if you're good enough is actually not relevant anymore because you are already qualified to be in that wonderful world we all love of classical music. So the question of if you're good enough only allows you to qualify, but it doesn't actually indicate if you will be successful in the world of classical music or not. If you will be successful or not is a different question. And the question depends on if you're interesting enough or not to your audiences, to promoters and presenters, to orchestras, and, 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 and. And that's a completely different question. So when you're listening to the podcast, we all can assume that you're good enough. So stop right here asking that question. Write down on a piece of paper a hundred times, I am good enough. I am good enough. I am good enough. I am good enough. Write it down and post it somewhere so that you can see it on your fridge or in your bathroom or wherever you want, that you can actually see that regularly, that you remind yourself you are good enough. Now let's talk a bit about what makes a musician interesting. You know, I am a professional audience member, I would say. 
So I've heard so many concerts, great artists, famous artists, not so famous artists, and so on. But the ones I remember have been really outstanding. And it was not necessarily the quality. Because the thing is, when you are in the area of classical music, when you have qualified there, the incremental difference is very, very small. Between you and a superstar, yes, you know, in your abilities there might be a couple of differences. As a pianist, somebody might play faster or stronger or be even faster with their fingers or as a violinist. Yeah, But the difference is really marginal. So there's, that's not how we differentiate what makes a great musician to that makes an average musician. The difference is made by what makes an artist interesting. Now, I love to teach the concept of love marks, and it has been a concept most of the people I've worked with and I had the honor and joy to work with, which they really embraced very, very strongly. And it's quite entertaining, almost funny for me, but I'm really happy that this concept mean, these concepts mean so much to them. And when you go into the love marks, and there's a wonderful book about it, and it's a marketing concept. It's you know a concept developed by one of the big brand and marketing gurus in the world, who's worked for all the big brands from I don't know Coca-Cola and motor cars and I don't know what. But it's a concept which is interesting for us as musicians as well, because there are a couple of ideas in there which makes it more interesting. And there are two ideas in there I want to talk to you about today. One is actually the story. And the second one are the senses. Now, every one of us needs to have a story. And a good story is often a mysterious story. A good story has a hanger so that we want to actually reach to the next chapter. If you look at the wonderful Netflix shows we all have watched too much over the last couple of months, um, you will see that each episode stops with a hanger which kind of really inclines you to watch the next episode right away. And if you can remember those times when there wasn't Netflix, but when we watched television and you saw, you saw an episode of your favorite TV show and it ended with a hanger, God, you were sure to be there the next week for the next episode because you wanted to know how it resolved itself. Now, that makes a good story. A good story has always a certain kind of hanger. It always is a bit mysterious. It doesn't reveal everything. A good crime novel doesn't start with saying, the murder was Tom Braids from Asham. It probably starts completely different with a certain scene, with something. And it will keep you in suspense until you find out the murder. So, that's actually what makes a good story. Think about that, what makes you a good story. And you should think about your story whenever you do anything. Be that on social media, be that in a concert, be that in a recording or something like that. You need to have a story. The second point I wanted to make is about our senses. As musicians, we all know about hearing. And we think, that's all. You know, we just need to play great. We need to sing fantastically. Yeah, we need to write great music. And that's it. People can listen to it. They will love it. 
well, yeah, that's part of it. And, you know, that brings us back to the qualification. Yes, you are qualified, so people will listen to you. But the more interesting part is actually not the listening, but there are four other senses. We all know about the visual senses. And yes, it is important that when we go to a live concert, if you see a video or so, it looks nice. And I'm just really looking forward to the premiere of Maria Rodutu's new album, Phoenix, which comes out, or the opening concert is in Vienna on October 13th, because she will have visuals and paintings from the young artist Felicia Gulda. And that is... An example of what I mean with visuals. That doesn't need to be in that way. That can be in many different ways. But then there are still three more senses. What are we doing about smell, about taste, about touch? Well, if you think about a concert just kind of from the moon when you go on stage, you play or perform until the applause, it will be really difficult. But the thing is, only you as a musician think that way. As a promoter, you think that way. The audience doesn't. For me, as a professional audience member, the concert starts actually when I buy a ticket. I really get into it when I approach the venue, when I go there, when I enter, yeah, wherever it is, even the outside venue. And it ends long after the music has ended. Now, there are a lot of opportunities to actually include different senses. A good glass of wine, to be honest, is just as important for a great evening out, which has as its highlight a great concert. But the greater the concert, the more I'm willing actually to spend on wine, yeah, because I just want to round it up with a really brilliant class of Bordeaux, or Velkina, or whatever. That's some of the tastes. Then there is smell. And I often tell the story of the Neue Galerie in New York, which when they put on a new exhibition they actually also design the smell in that exhibition. Yes, they have a sophisticated air system which allows them to have different smells in the exhibition halls. Actually, that's what happens in every kind of department store. If you haven't realized it, they have played with your emotions strongly. Believe me. Think about Abercrombie Fitch. Yeah, when you came in there, you were kind of blown away by their fragrances. Now, that's really playing with that. But there you can do that, you know, in a concert. Yeah, there's so many ways how you can do that. Last but not least, there's touch. And in the electronic times, we underestimate how beautiful it is to touch paper, for example. But some special paper. Or not only to get a CD in my hand, but have that wrapped in nice paper. Or just having a ribbon around it, preferably in orange, um, which makes it touching, make, touching it differently. I then even can open it. So, think about how you can change the whole experience of whatever you do, whenever you do, wherever you do. You have the opportunity to include significantly more senses than just the audio sense. Now, wrapping up for today, just remember, you are qualified. You are good enough. From today on, focus on what differentiates you, what makes you interesting, not to the whole world, 
but to your fans, to your audiences, to your colleagues, to your promoters you have been working with over the last couple of years. I hope you liked that podcast. And if so, please do share it with others. And yes, if you have any questions or so, join me on beyourownmanager.com. That is a fantastic growing community, which I really love. And I think the people there love it too. We will do the next base course only actually in the new year. But there are a couple of other things coming up which might be interesting for you. So look it up. And if you have any questions or suggestions or ideas, just do not hesitate to reach out to me. My name is Bernhard Karras. And it was a pleasure talking to you today. And yes, once again, you are more than good enough. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye.